Want to read the free newsletter other trading professionals rely on? Register on tradinggame.com.au to get your monthly fix. Hiya guys, it's Caroline Stephen, financial journalist. We have a fun episode this week on Talking Trading. A lot of traders in the Trading Game Mentor Program are very good golfers. And today we speak with expert golfer Andrew McComb. You see, golf, like trading, occurs mainly between your ears. Someone once said that golf is 80% mental and 20% mental, making it 100% mental, just like trading. And according to Andrew, the mental and emotional quest that golfers go through has nothing to do with golf. And I know a lot of trading game mentorees who would relate to that. Andrew has created Golf Getaway, a golf travel television show. Also, Golf University, Search for Scratch documentary and the 19th Hole subscription channel. Andrew today talks about how you hit that ball off the tee right down the middle of the fairway. Louise Bedford also hits a hole-in-one in mind power as she asks you a probing question into your life. Let's hear her now. I just had breakfast with a friend of mine, Rick Schnabel, and Rick and I were talking about some of the deeper aspects of life. We confided in each other for some problems that each of us were facing and some of the potential solutions. And then Rick said to me, what is that problem that you're facing trying to teach you? Oh, it spun my mind around to the deeper meaning behind that problem and what are the lessons that I can take from that problem and not just from the solution to that issue but also from the problem itself and what can I learn and then use in my life on an ongoing basis. So many times we shun problems, we avoid problems, we do everything that we can to minimise problems. But actually, Rick's question is a good one. What can that problem that you're facing teach you? Have a think about that today. I think it's a fantastic way to consider what you can learn from the issues that you're going through. Well, hello. I am Peter O'Brant, and I just want to say that I listen to Talking Trading, and I enjoy it, and I expect that you do too. CEO and founder of Golf Getaway and Golf University, Andrew McComb. Hello and welcome to Talking Trading. Nice to be here, Caroline. Golf strangely is very similar to trading in many ways and many people say that golf like trading occurs mainly between your ears would you agree there's a someone once said that golf is 80 percent mental and 20 percent mental so <laughs> essentially it's 100 percent mental but i totally agree absolutely and and also too the synergies with trading are, are very very close so tell me why 
Well, I think on a golf course, you know, when you're standing on a tee about to take an action to, to hit the ball down the fairway, you've got many obstacles in your way. And that's why golf's been invented, right? You've got trees, you've got water, you've got bunkers, you've got your playing partners, you've got the score you've currently got before you got to that point. You've got the expectations of the what's going to happen from now or whatever it could be for the monthly medal or a cup. And so... The subconscious mind's always going to hit what you focus on. So most people will get up on a tee box on a golf course and they'll go, I don't want to hit that bunker. I don't want to hit it in the water. I don't want to go over the fence. So where do they go? Wherever they're focusing. And obviously trading is very similar. You know, it brings up a lot of fear, a lot of doubt, a lot of confusion, a lot of angst. And so that's where I see the similarities. So it's like trading has its own obstacles in its own right. But yeah, there's very much similarities there. Andrew, do you trade? Uh, I used to trade, but my my wealth profile is more creator. So I like to create things from nothing and that literally trading is the total opposite. It's more about timing and I'm really impatient. So I'm not a good trader. All I've, right. I've never made money trading. No, but you understand the psychology and the lingo. So you're an ideal guest. Now we say that the great trade already exists. And I've heard you say that you're ideal golfer already exists can you talk about 100 i i believe in any reality already exists the only reason we're not experiencing it is because we're not vibrating or resonating with it on an energetic level which is a metaphysical process so if we look at everything through a microscope whether it's a wall or a chair or ourselves or whatever everything is energy and every piece of that energy vibrates at a certain frequency so our ideal frequency of our ideal golf game or trade or whatever already exists, and the fastest way for us to get there is to resonate with it uh, energetically at the cellular level and very soon we'll turn up on that wavelength. So that's that's my philosophy on that whole process. Very nice. And how do you start resonating? Well, the key with resonating is you've got to feel – so you've got to see in your mind with absolute clarity what your vision is for your ideal reality, and it's different for everyone, obviously. But we want to get clear on that because that gives our imagination something to focus on and start to look at. And then also your ideal reality also has an emotional uh, state once we're there. So the key to get there quickly is to resonate emotionally and energetically with how that feels right now. And obviously the way – um, like attracts like, very soon, once we hold that energy, we can't help but be in that space or wavelength as the, as the ideal reality. It's a combination of both the mental and emotional. Well, 100%. It's mental, emotional, physical and spiritual, right? Now, spiritual to me is that's the connection with all it is. So it's not a religious term or anything, but it's about our connection to what we're talking about, energy. Um, mentally it's about making a conscious decision of what is our ideal reality so we get clarity on it emotionally so we feel it so we see it in our mind with absolute clarity and we feel it in our bodies with absolute certainty and then physically you will feel those emotions but then also physically in our external and internal realities that reality will soon show up now there's a gestation period like everything when we give birth to anything so when we go, oh, it's not working or whatever, then what are we re- resonating with energetically? Doubt, fear, confusion. Then for what do we get more of? Doubt, fear, confusion, result. So the key is you've still got to have belief, faith, trust in the process like a baby does. It takes nine months to be born. doesn't take one minute or whatever. 
But if you give it that period and you stay true to what you're focusing on, so stay in your target, we call it golf, and I'm sure at trading is the same process, then eventually it's going to show up. They can't not show up if we're uh, metaphysically. Fastest way to become the ideal golfer or trader? Well, exactly what we just said. Uh, fastest way is identify who we want to be as our ideal golfer or trader, and that's different, again, for everyone. So the key there I look at is values. What do we value in the process? Um, golfers in particular, we look at mastery. Do I want to be great at executing a skill? Do I want to be competitive? Do I want to beat other people? Do I want to travel? Do I want to have fun? Do I want to meet friends? Do I want to just improve? So we've got to get clear on what our highest value is. Once we're clear on that, uh, we then put all our thoughts, feelings, beliefs, behaviors into alignment with that value that we're aspiring to based on the vision that we have for ourselves as a golfer. And that applies exactly the same for traders and or doctors or anyone else for that matter. Before I go further, I feel like I should be asking you, what's your golf handicap? My golf handicap, I haven't played for six months. I'm having a bit of a break. But when I stopped, I think it was at about eight. Mm, very good. I got to six. I got to six and then it came back slightly and then I uh, needed a break from golf for a period of time. How did you get into the mind-body connection? Very good point. So my background is physical education. I had three health clubs. I came to New Ze- I came to Australia from New Zealand to play beach volleyball at the Olympics. So I always had a high-performance mindset anyway. And what it was interesting, an, a real catalyst for me is my brother died when I was uh, five days ago, 22 years ago, right? So on the 16th of January, uh, 1997. And that was a massive life shift for me. So up until that point, I saw everything as outside of me. And at that point, I turned everything in, inside of me. And that set me off on a big journey of self-discovery and I've read thousands of books on, you know, everything from hypnosis, NLP, and a lot deeper stuff, uh, integrative breathing, emotional freedom techniques, blah, 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 blah. Good. Um, so it set me off on this massive journey. I then coached others on how to do it through business and personal. Uh, that's what my Search for Scratch documentary is all about. So we, we bring the word search uh, for scratch, which is a term in golf of um, getting to zero handicap. But it was all about the mental quest, the mental emotional quest that golfers go through in order to get where they want to go. It had nothing to do with golf. So that was my golf way of bringing out all of my knowledge and bringing, putting it in a golf sense. But that's how my journey started with my brother, uh, which was a major um, turning point, and then massive passion for learning related to the, the inner world as opposed to the outer world. Andrew McComb, golfing, like trading, is a high-performance endeavour. What are the key things that trip up beginners? Uh, well, good good question. I guess uh, overwhelm of information. So how I'd suggest overcoming that is find one mentor or coach or book or whatever that resonates with you and stick to that process. And then they talk about practice makes perfect, but then there's a, a counter to that that says – Perfect practice makes perfect. Well, A, there's no perfection, but B, it's about making sure that your actions are in alignment with the outcome that you're after. So a lot of golfers and beginners and non-beginners will go and they'll ask their playing partners who might be off 25 handicap or whatever for advice. So I would recommend choose your advice from people who are in a better position to give you that advice. 
Now, yeah. they might be one ha- one shot ahead of you in handicap, but really are they the best people to give you advice? I would look more at a qualified professional, someone who's got experience in the field, and um, and that's probably a quickest way to, to improve. But again, we talk about fear, doubt, confusion, and everything else. Like everyone at, at all levels of golf and, and life, everyone still feels it. So the quickest way would also be to work out a way that works for you to be able to stay in your target, whatever that is for your golf improvement, and be able to manage your emotions to be able to stay uh, equanimous so that you're not affected by the ups and downs as well. Equanimous, what a word. Andrew, let's talk about advanced golfers. What are the key things that trip them up? Uh, Over-expectation, frustration, you know, um, quest for perfection that really doesn't exist. So they become future-focused or past-focused rather than present-focused. So they're looking at, and it's the same with traders, I guess, they'd be looking at past things they've done and expect to be able to do them again. Or they'd be fearing things that happened in the past that actually stopped them being present. And then obviously from a future perspective, they've got two higher expectations. So if, if what's happening in the present isn't matching that, their emotion goes up, their intelligence goes down, and they start making bad decisions, which again, perfect analogy for trading. Um, so again, it's it's kind of like the beginner, but it's on a different level. And, and it's more now about who they think they are versus just being equanimous and being present and saying, you know, the old empty cup every day, an empty cup and fill it with new stuff as opposed to who I think I am or who I think I should be, etc. It's a sunny day and you're standing on the green with your iron about to swipe the ball. What should you be focusing on? Uh, if I was doing that, I'd get I'd get in trouble with the uh, superintendent. But if I'm on, so if I'm on the tee and I'm about to to focus on swinging the tee, what am I going to be focused on? Exactly where I want to hit the ball, and that I believe I can confidently do that seventy percent of the time or better. I'm not trying to do the hero shot. I'm not trying to do the ten percent shot. I'm picking my target that I believe I can hit seventy percent of the time with absolute confidence. Again, probably applicable to trading. <laughs> Yes. Which is why you guys have stop losses, I guess, you know. So we're not going for the hero trade. We're going for the one we believe we can do most of the time. And to get that 70%, what's coming into play? Very good point. So first thing I focus on is I want a, a target that's usually middle of the fairway. And then I look at my abilities and I'd say, well, what's a normal place that I can hit or how far can I hit? to get to that distance comfortably and then I'll pull that back a little bit and say, okay, if I come back, I'm even more certain of being able to hit a closer target. And then I go to the club selection, which um, are the tools, and I say, well, which club can I confidently hit uh, 70% or more of the time to get me to that position? Once I'm clear on that, I'll ask myself, how do I feel about that? Yeah, it feels good. I feel confident. I feel that, yeah, that's definitely a possibility. Okay, then I commit 100% to the process. And then when I'm in the swing process, so I'm about to address the ball and and go for my target, I'm then in my target in my mind. I'm not in my swing circle, which they call it, which is all about my wrists and my feet and everything else. I'm in my target, and then I let go totally, swing when ready, and allow my body and trust my body to get me to where I'm focusing. I see. What is it that the great golfers have in common? What are their traits? What do they do so well? Uh, emotion management would be a huge one. You know, a lot of them probably look 
like robots and that they've got no personality, but that's just how they've got to play the game because they don't want the big ups and they don't want the big lows. They want to stay equanimous or thereabouts. They'll also have a burning desire to get better, so mastery of what they're doing. And they they operate well under pressure because they know how they operate. So they've got great self-awareness. Those would be the big ones. Very similar to trading. And what is it about golf that drives you so much? What is it that you love? Well, it's different for everyone, right? So going back to the values, for me, it's the environment. It's like, for me, golf is beautiful landscape architecture architecture that looks like paintings, like it's artistry on land. Now, as a non-golfer, before I started playing eight years ago, I, I didn't even know it existed, right? And I say to people who don't play golf, you don't know what you're missing because these environments are spectacular. And so the cool thing for me is, and this is why I invented my show, <clears throat> I, I thought if I had all the time and money in the world, what would I do? I'd travel the world playing golf. How would I do that? I'd have a TV show. So that was my preferred mode of delivery. So that's different to others, right? There's others who want to be on the PGA Tour and they want to be the best in the world. I couldn't care less about that. That was an option for me. Do I want to be a professional golfer in order to be able to travel the world and play golf? And I thought, no, I'm too old. I'm not good enough. It won't make me any money for the next five years of trying to get good enough. Plus, I'm not interested in just bashing balls all day to try and get better. What do I want? That's right for me is travel, meeting people, and then sharing those inspiring places and passions and people's stories to other inspiring people, passions and stories um, as other, you know, golfers, you know, who, who, who resonate with the same message. So, so tell us about your show. What do you do? You do literally travel all around. Golf Getaway is exactly that. It's golf and travel. So we have, we go around to famous golf courses and beautiful golf courses and we showcase the course. But whilst we're doing it, we're interviewing celebrities or um, famous pros or uh, general managers of golf courses or whatever along the way as my co-presenter. And then uh, we stop and we look at their bars, their resorts, their restaurants, etc. We have celebrity nearest the pinholes. We check out tourist attractions, um, you know, incredible stuff from jet skiing to swimming with manta rays to what's we want your, to do the same. What's your favourite course in the world? One of. Oh, I've got a couple. I've got There's a few up there. So they're all different in their own right. Uh, Natandola Bay in Fiji is good for me because I love water. And I love beautiful uh, environment with palm trees and, and that whole flow and chilled out vibe and the weather. is So Nat and Dola does that for me. Royal Melbourne in Melbourne, amazing course architecture. It's got its own magic. And then there's Carrie Cliffs in New Zealand, Cape Kidnappers. Uh, everywhere I've been, there's a great golf course. And it's they're always different. So I, it's hard to pick one. As a golfer, you're doing the same. What advice would you give to people in high-performance endeavours? I think I think the first step is you've got to be honest with yourself. Is trading what you really want to do? Okay, and if you say yes, it is, then how do I want to trade? Because there's day trading. There's I don't know what it's called, but the longer trade is stock trading, I guess, and and all the other you know longer stuff you can do. So you've got to work out what works for you, and I call that my preferred mode of delivery. So you've got to be clear on what your preferred mm-hmm. mode of delivery is and how you want to do it. And then 
again, it's just self-awareness. It's saying, well, how do I want to do that on a day-to-day or month-to-month or whatever basis that fits with me and my family and all the other things around me? And then obviously if it all feels right, that's the other key, does it feel right, then commit to the process. And then in the committing to the process isn't necessarily about planning out how it's all going to work. It's, especially for me, I'm very uh, intuitive. It's trusting on the feelings that you get as you get them and acting on them as opposed to doing what you think you should do because everyone else is doing it. Do it how you want to do it and make sure it feels right for you. I'm wired the same, intuitive. Now, just briefly tell us how many people you've got in your golf university. Oh, we have thousands. So I have a 19th hole channel, which is a subscription channel, and golf university, uh, they're kind of the same but slightly different. Uh, 19th channel, 19th hole channel has golf getaway episodes. It has all the golf university episodes, which are all the training programs and stuff, and the Search for Scratch documentary, whereas golf university itself is just online golf programs and golf schools so we've had hundreds of people through our schools and we have thousands who are online um where they just self-paced doing the programs and then we across golf getaway search for scratch and golf university we bring them all together and that's where we go traveling we play amazing courses they do their golf universities in the morning then we combine it to become a tournament that they win prizes etc at the same time Andrew McComb, you do live a good life, living between your ears. Well, it's a good point, Caroline. And when I look back at it, it, I essentially, people go, how the hell did you get into this? It didn't exist. If I had to wait for someone else, a TV network, to offer it to me, never would have happened, right? So I don't believe that's how you should live life. I believe you create your own reality, going back to what we talked about earlier. So, again, I sat down with myself and said, if I had all the time and money in the world and wanted and did what I wanted to do, what would it be? It would be traveling the world playing golf, and then I went through the scenarios. Would I be a pro? Would it be doing business lectures on golf courses for business owners as well as them playing golf, which is something I did try initially, and it just didn't feel right for me. And then I really got clear, and I said, no, it's a TV show where we just go away and we film these amazing courses, resorts, and tourist attractions and people, and I want to share it with others because that is something that, A, I know how to do, and B, I know how to share it with people as well. So, again, it's just create you create your own reality. So if you're struggling with anything, be that trading or anything, just got to look at yourself. You know, you're the creator of it, so why are you creating it? That's a powerful answer. Andrew, is there anything else you'd like to say to our listeners? Any final bits of advice? Um, just relax, chill out. Things are going to work out, you know, and the more we do, the more we resonate with what we want. And all of a sudden what we wanted shows up with less effort. So that, that, you know, as I'm, as I'm saying it, I'm feeling it myself and, and that will be my advice to anyone, whether it's golf, trading, life in general. And to find out more about you, you can go to search for scratch documentary and program or the golf university. Is there a website you can give? so golfuniversity.tv or search for scratch and that's the number four so search the number four scratch.tv and then if you can find our programs there you can see the documentary for free there if you want to watch it if you've got an interest in golf and or the inner world of you know how we operate mental emotionally and and or golfgetaway.com.au if you're more into the golf and travel side of things Andrew McComb real pleasure to interview you thank you for coming on to Talking Trading Thanks, Caroline. Great to be here. 
Louise Bedford here. As always, be sure to subscribe to this podcast on talkingtrading.com.au. And if you'd like to get my free Trading Made Simple course, you can register on my website, tradinggame.com.au. I have been loving the iTunes reviews that have been flooding in. You know, those reviews really help us to gain credibility in the world of Apple. So it would be great if you could go there and give us a lovely five-star review and tell us what you like about the show. I thought just for fun, it'd be fun to read out one or two of the reviews. And here is what a mentoree, actually, a member of our mentor program, Adam Talbot, has to say. He says, I tune in every week to this podcast. I strongly recommend it to anyone who has a keen interest in trading. Tune in each week as well. The guests interviewed on the show are world-class, including actual market wizards and some of the biggest names in the world in their chosen fields. It's not just trading. There's great stuff on mindset, habits, and how to lead a happier and more fulfilled life. Thanks for that review, Adam. I love it. And I would love to see your review as well on iTunes or Apple Podcast as it is now shown to be. Anyway, look, I'm so glad that you've spent this time with us and that you've been gaining so much from this show. And until next week, happy trading. The views represented on Talking Trading are general in nature and do not take into account your objectives, financial situation or needs. Before acting on any of the information, consider its appropriateness in regards to your own situation.